A person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thought. So, he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusion. Welcome back, St. Louis. Let's get your mind right with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. This is Who's Your Sophisticate on WGNU. I'm not saying that thinking is bad. Like everything else, it's useful in moderation. And all so-called civilized peoples have increasingly become crazy and self-destructive. Through excessive thinking, they have lost touch with reality. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM. You can stream us live on Facebook Live, Mycelial Media on YouTube. You might even be able to find us at HoosierSophisticate.com. If it's working today, I don't know. Forget <laughs> oh, you sucks. We, um, we've got some big news. The city's coming together. Like never before. The city is coming together, and Steve and I laugh that this is going to be the thing that projects Hoosier Sophisticate into the cosmos. MLS? Maybe. We just haven't gotten there yet. It's the XFL. <laughs> Guys, the Battlehawks are coming to town. The names are ridiculous throughout the XFL. They're tremendous. I, I like who Hawk. Listen, okay. Dallas is the Renegades. I, I kind of Let like me break one. it down for everyone who doesn't know. XFL is the wrestling football league. It's mm-hmm. going to be madness. They tried it before. I hope it's like a hard I think knock. it's I think it's different. Okay, I this hope it's around. different. It's a Vince McMahon production. Right? But the day the names got announced, we got announced were the Battle Hawks, and it's a sword with two wings, and it catches fire like nothing I've ever seen in this town. It's so dumb. Immediately when I heard it, my first thought is, Oh, they let my nine-year-old son name a XFL franchise. That's no crazy. Doubt. The Battlehawks, yeah. the Laser Cats. So we get on there, and we're talking, and it's it's about 150, 200 people who are like Battlehawks. Yeah, we're going. Oh, Kaka, Kaka, became the sound. Okay, so it's hashtag. I I I can't be sure of this, but I think that my compadre here started. The caca chant. Immediately, I got on Twitter and did a caca out of my. I think I did one in the house, then one with a green screen and a machine gun sound, and then another one. The, the morning report, which the, is the just best. some cacaws. The morning report is just a couple. Cacaws. You put it out. You put it out on Twitter. Yes. Okay. Like at the Hoosier day, Algina. The, the, the day it was announced, at Hoosier Algina tweets out. You know, ready for these battle hawks caca. It gets picked up by Barstool. Barstool <laughs> tweets it out. So now, you know, Steve and I, we have this whole little competition about who's going to get the most followers. And I'm like, well, I'm out. Yeah, but I'm, then Duncan Trussell. I'm done. I'm you. done. And, and uh, so I'm pretty sure that Steve started the caca. Now, this is the best part of it. There is a massive contingent of old whites that are. I'm one of them. I'm that becoming are, one that of are, them so that, are, that have completely infiltrated all of St. Louis sports fandom. These are the people that truly believe that they're the best fan in baseball. Give him the a standing O. He, he grounded out to the right side. Skip, like a Schumacher, Skip Schumacher gets a four-and-a-half-minute mo- ovation from these cats. Of okay? course. And they're like, guys, but Hawks don't cacaw. Yeah, Crows cacaw. <laughs> and everyone's like, calm down, guy. Yeah. So now oh, it's yeah. turned into this whole thing uh, where now it's like a uh, uh, – Cacaw me crazy, but I like cacaw. Like, it's just how many times people can do it. Guess what else is crazy? That the professional wrestling league is bringing football to St. Louis. Let us have our fun. Yeah. Okay. So I actually am. Uh, excited about sure. professional football coming to sure. St. Louis. I am happy that any prize, any enterprise wants to come into St. Louis and, and build a community around it. There's some fervor in the Battle Hawks There's group. nothing I love more than a bunch of morons getting together over the most meaningless thing yeah. and all being 100% gung-ho. We're all in. And if Steve and I can pick up followers saying caca, oh, yeah, and long. then all of a sudden these people tune in to hear why the Surgeon General is an idiot. Uh-huh. Exactly. Then we're changing minds. Exactly. Dude, it's going to be great. We haven't had a professional football team here since 2001. <laughs> oh, got him. Got wow. him. Look at him. Burn. Burn. I actually, so I do think they've, they've said that they're going, this is going to have more of a focus on the game because I think that there is a market for an alternative professional league. Now, the AAFL 
tried it last year, didn't work out so well. Listen, this is going to have a little more star power, a little more star power behind the league. If Vince McMahon knows how to do anything, it's how to pimp a broadcast. Listen, this is what they got to do for the XFL to be successful. You got to go real deep behind the scenes. I want to see where these guys are partying the night before. I want to see what they're snooting. I want to see who's punching their wives in the elevator before day game or game day. I want to see all the nonsense, and I want them to build that stuff up. And then, we, so it's a hard of, knocks. You have that throughout yes. the week, and then there's a game. That so that way, to. at least the, the tape won't come out in the middle of the season. And be like, oh yeah, instead of two games, he gets the whole whole season. They're going to do that anyway, and the NFL tries to hide everything. I hope the, the NFL, NFL is a goes, soulless, vapid enterprise. They're the worst. They'll hide everything from everyone to where guys are shooting themselves in the chest and leaving notes that say, check my head out because yep. something ain't right in yep. there. Yep. And now the XFL, if they can do anything, it's get the behind the scenes because if you haven't no. seen uh, Last Chance You, Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah. Wow. On Netflix – it is phenomenal, and they give you the behind-the-scenes of JUCO kids who are uh, five-star athletes yep. who are going to Alabama, but they got caught smoking weed, man. Yep. Got to send mean, them, got to get them out of here. They were smoking marijuana cigarettes with their babies. Yeah, exactly. medicine. Exactly. Yeah, no, you never. don't roll medicine up like a cigarette. A cigarette. It's insane. It's like drinking lots of grain alcohol. Get out of here. Um, but I think that's the way the XFL succeeds. But hey, if you go check out the Kaka, go check out guys, the official I'm, battle. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Battle I'm going to take my page. son to a, to a battle for sure. Game. I can't wait to us. take him to a, to a, to an MLS game. All of these things are positive for our community. Listen, buddy, could you imagine? This is the one thing missing. I think from baseball that would help baseball. You know, we had a little part of it with Wild Thing comes out mm-hmm. in the movie Major mm-hmm. League. And it's yeah. like, yeah, cool. It's one of my favorite movie the, scenes I, in any movie. I, I won tickets to a wrestling event. I took my son and his, my two nephews. And by God, if halfway through it, I wasn't ready to rip my shirt off and paint my chest and get right in there on the action. It was wild. Because if there's a dull point in the match, you know, say the game is, you know, 14 to to 7. It's a slow game. It's the third quarter. There's been some turnovers. Lights go off. Explosion. Someone comes out with a chair. Yeah, now they get 14 players on this team. (laughs) And there's no stopping the clock. And they can just run around and it's mad. I mean, guess what? Uh, you're in. Guess what? I'm in. You know what I mean? In baseball, you send the, the pitcher in, and he's just stopping like the bushwhackers no doubt. up to the plate. No doubt. And I don't need to see warm-up pitches. I'll see him, like, you know, uh, wrestle somebody. Before we jump into the, bat- uh, the rabbit hole, uh, I do want to acknowledge this is not a sports talk show. Sure. But baseball's my jam. Yeah, it is. Baseball's your jam, too, but you're more of a hockey guy, I think. The cards are killing it. The cards are on fire, baby. They're doing it again. (laughs) This is is a town built around birds that battle. I know. Battle birds. It cracks me up that every year about June, July, when they hit their lull, the team or the fans are just like, they don't want to win. They don't want to do it. And in the last 20 years of my life, I have watched the most quality baseball. I have friends. And we're never going to be the Houston Astros or the or, or the Chicago. We never had a season like that. You and I acknowledge that. We have never tanked. That don't play in this town. You want to see people get tar and feathered in the streets? Go ahead and lose 100 games just so you can get a couple of draft picks. Oh, wow. Yeah, you want to see St. Louis this melt? This city will melt down. It'll so, be Chernobyl so in guys, a week. It's all just like we preach with everything else. The journey is the ride, baby. Yes! The journey is the Ugh. prize. Enjoy the ride. We're going into September right now. We're rocking. We're, we're starting to we're this rocking. is This is when you want to start catching your speed. So go cards. No more sports oh, talk. Hold on. Are the cards going to be playing in the playoffs when it's the Piney Powwow? Maybe. Very good chance. Very oh, good chance. Oh, wow. We'll be, in, we'll be in World Series form by then, late October. It'll be real close. Might be NLCS. No. Oh, boy. That might be a fun little thing if we can watch the game out there. And figure out some projector or something. There's no, there's no uh, What's When is the Piney Powwow and what is it? The Piney Pow Wow what, what is, is a, uh, guys, you, many of you have heard of the Hoosier Cotillion. Uh, the Hoosier Cotillion Legendary. is, is, our, is our, our yearly bash uh, that takes place in the summer. It's a big float trip, but it's also a chance for all of the, the Hoosiers to come, uh, to come correct and, and have a good time. And, uh, and it's, it's kind of a blast. Well, the Piney Pow Wow, we realize that we can't wait until, uh, until next summer. To do that again, to get our group together again. So we said, let's do one in the fall. Now, this one's not going to be centered around a, a big, long float trip. 
there is going to be, um, uh, you know, there's going to be, you, we're going to take a chance to go fishing. Haven't really had that when you're in the rafts, right? Um, ha- take a chance to, with the people that don't want to get in canoes and get in the water, they can stay back in camp. We're going to have different healers. We're going to have gong baths. We're going to have meditation. We're going to have yoga. There's going to be massage therapy. People doing Reiki. You're going to leave all, better. All, you are going to leave better. Let's call this, if, if Cotillion is the Hoosier side of Hoosier Sophisticated, if it's the Hoosier party, then the Piney Powwow is the sophisticated party of Hoosier Sophisticated. This is where you're going to go for a weekend and build yourself up, become the love that the group is, just fill your cup with with just pure, unadulterated joy and do the work to come back that third week of October and be a different person um, and to really get a chance to connect with the community. So if you have some uh, designs on being a part of that, the tickets are limited. Uh, they are for sale on at HoosierSophisticate.com. Check out Pony Powwow 2019. There's a password. I'm going to give it to you one time, and if you don't get it, you're just going to have to come to me. The password is Fall Fidelio. Fall Fidelio, F-A-L-L-F-I-D-E-L-I-O. Fall Fidelio is your password to your Piney Powwow ticket. What? And uh, <laughs> if you don't get it, you don't get it. Uh, it's going to be amazing. I should have made that one. No, Craig, you said, uh, <laughs> Craig, you said this is not a sports show, but I'm telling you, I'm getting a Battle Hawk on this show. Okay. Sure. Oh, okay. Per- perhaps a ch- Battle Hawk cheerleader, a Battle Hawkette or something <laughs> like that. You guys want to jump down this uh, I do rabbit hole thing? Rabbit hole. I think we're, th- we're going to go down the rabbit hole here, Mark. Oh, I love that sound. We got a new listener, uh, Sarah, listening on there. Tom, uh, Missy, Jenna, Hank, Tony. We Thank you guys. Janet, Tiffany, Okay, you guys, uh, the climate change hoax supposedly has collapsed. A devastating series of research papers has just been published revealing that human activity can account for no more than a 0.01 degree Celsius rise in global temperatures, meaning that all the human activity targeted, targeted by radical climate change alarmist combustion engines, airplane flights, diesel tractors, and so forth have virtually no measurable impact on the temperature of the planet. Now, I guess two. Good who, job, two, who, man! You didn't mess two, up at all. Who published this? <clears throat> this is from Natural News. Okay. I mean, I don't. I like Natural News, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, there might be a little too okay. far out there for me. I haven't decided okay. yet. But I guess the simple questions would be: Is it a hoax? Are we creating this thing? And if it is a hoax, will it ever actually collapse? I think climate change is tricky because I think that sometimes the it's tricky. I think sometimes yeah. the argument is framed in a way. Uh, what and, if a scientist we, said that? It's to, tricky. <laughs> we've gotten to a point where. Um, uh, no matter if it's climate change, if it's vaccinations, all of our arguments, they've become so polarized that if somebody even thinks a little bit differently than what consent, I hate the term consensus science. I hate it with a passion. I think it's completely counterintuitive to what science is. Okay. Um, with that, with that being said, if you said, I don't think that the amount of carbon that all of the humans are putting into the system are making a change. I think people can say, well, that's, that's not true. However, you can say, I don't think that there's a solution that doesn't um, involve a mass culling of our population in order for it. Here he goes with the mass culling. The earth only supports so much biomass. Once a week. Only supports so much biomass. Mass culling. Right? And so as we have 200 species die off a day, right, that's replaced by the ever-expanding growth of the human race. Now, do I think that we should Good, be better we're winning? For, do you think we should do better for our environment? <laughs> I think that's that's I think that if we carry the idea that we carry when we go camping to leave something better than you found it. Almost burn the forest down. No, don't do that. <laughs> but to leave something better than you found it. There's no reason why as green technology becomes more and more uh, cost effective, you know, and more and more within our reach, then yes, we should naturally shift things over to a different degree. But I but our population is growing exponentially uh the the amount of food that it takes to feed all of these people it, it only grows with it there, there is no way we for us waste. to continue growing as a species and not have some kind of effect on its climate it's not possible <clears throat> you think no amount getting, of taxation there, no amount of taxation crazy, changes that. well yeah you, you can't like buy you can't uh, put an energy <laughs> tax you can't put a use tax on things and think that you're going to reverse that i think that is just another tool it's another fear tool that people use to keep you from, you know, from enjoying life to its fullest. You think we got too many people right now? No. You- I think for a, for a society that isn't planned, and we know what happens <laughs> when we centrally plan society, yeah. 
I mean, I think there's no way to slow it down. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever driven down this street at 5 o'clock, 5 p.m.? Yeah, there's way too many people. <laughs> yeah, and that's just the people's jobs. I mean, no, but, um, there's I, one way to oh, – go ahead. I was just going to say real quick, you, you mentioned uh, too many people, not enough food. Isn't – like the amount of food that America actually wastes that never gets consumed. Oh, Isn't that some crazy number like forty percent? When you it's actually look at the numbers for what America is doing as far as recycling and how much carbon output and what we're doing, like it, it we are actually doing really well as a country, as an advanced nation. We will never be able to offset the growth that is happening within the Chinese industrial revolution and over in India. You've got three billion people that you got half of the world's population that is pumping. Now what you don't get in India is a bunch of uh uh, methane from the cows, which does make a measurable difference. That's a thing. It's also you're seeing right now. Cow that the farts. Am- this guy's the, talking about cow farts. The Amazon. The, well, cows just, are like, hey, everybody hey, farts. farts. Why are you talking? <laughs> Single me out. Yeah. The <laughs> ice fart. Goats fart. The idea of how much beef that we produce. Ants? It is. It is. It is. We do. It's concerning. There is a way to uh, maybe reduce our intake that will cut down on the output. Right now, the Amazon's on fire because cattle ranchers need a place for their cattle to to uh, uh, graze, okay? But what's kind of frustrating for me is that you constantly hear, well, the Amazon are the lungs of the world. It's not true. The Amazon gives out as much oxygen as it does carbon dioxide. Yeah. It's a self-sustaining system. Yeah. We get most of our oxygen from the health, from the seaweed, ocean. From, from the, the algae. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, I mean, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that we should burn down the rainforest. You know Why what not? I mean? It does take up a lot of room. <laughs> it takes up. I would pay. Come on, this, I want some I would of that pay, Argentinian beef. I would pay the, to hear the Surgeon General try to say self-sustaining oh, system. No, All right, here we go with that. Um, <laughs> here's the it. deal. That's, that's my character on the show. Here's the, the deal. Um, Send your hate mail. Why not just eliminate? the even idea of us possibly doing it. We're reaching a point where, and we as humans have always done it since the beginning of time. Give us a problem. We'll solve it. You know, Check out the hook while my DJ revolves Thank it. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for doing that. Um, so why not make everything biodegradable? We can have a huge impact in, in China and India if a lot of that waste that was being just distributed in was that the Ganges over there, yep. the, you see pictures. They bathe in it as the Holy and, River, and it's just garbage. Totally, and yeah. they, I think they they burn some people in there, and like it's a crazy whole whole crazy mad thing going on over there with pollution as well. The pollution is insane. I mean, even in Amsterdam, like the canals, they had a huge problem with the pollution. If all that pollution, if we figure out a way, oh, hemp plastic, oh, it biodegrades, and if you put it in water, it just goes away. It turns back into these simple proteins or whatever and then goes away. Cool. If we did all that and then the climate starts to change... There's no question. It's just like, yeah, that's the earth doing its thing or something. You know, we take out a huge portion of us possibly being the cause. So why not just try to live as clean as you can? Yes. I feel as though it's unsustainable at the rate that we're doing. Even though we are getting better, there are much better options out there like hemp, like things like that that can go back into it. I'm more concerned with fixing the water. Than I am with talking about the temperature. The coral is, you know, I, I, exactly. You talk about the corals. You talk about just floating islands of trash. Yeah. Like that is re- wreaking havoc on our ecosystems yeah. in the water in the ocean. So many so, like, people eat from n- the ocean. No, no question, dude. We haven't had. I'm a big fish fan. I, I, I could. I think I could do a pescatarian. Yeah, yeah, I think I can do a pescatarian diet. But honestly, since Fukushima, <laughs> good luck getting yeah. uh, getting fish doesn't have radiation in, out of the Pacific it Ocean. Just polluted the entire yeah. Pacific. Good, it's good no luck. With that, you know, the pond. So, I mean, you know, can you? I just don't think you can tax your way out of it. So, I hate the solution. Is there a problem? Yeah, probably. But their solutions so far are garbage. The solution is turning on, like orange sunshine. When they tried to turn everybody on, we're reaching no a point. Strolls. We're reaching a point where we can all literally turn on with these things. We can figure out the ways to turn on, like. Uh, or tune in, turn on, and drop out in that lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that's kind of got a different meaning, but you can take it as turning on and saying, okay, I'm going to challenge myself to be the best 
human no I can be. And being the best human I can be also means being in touch with nature. No being, but also on the flip side, don't think once you start going out to nature and, and you say, oh, I'm, I'm in tune. Uh, I'm grounding. I'm doing all. Remember, nature gives zero yeah, yeah, Fs yeah, about yeah, you. Yes. It, it does. It gives zero. Yeah. You, the earth is fine. Aubrey the earth Marcus, do yes, the earth Aubrey Marcus has a great quote. He goes, you are gum on the sole of the shoe time forgot about you are the tiniest drop of ocean water yeah. in the ocean you are forgettable yeah. so just do you do the best you can do yeah. and move on live in it's resonance fleeting live in resonance with all that is around you yep and it, you know it's the same thing you walk into a clean house you feel great when you're when your floors are that the day you mop your floors and you maybe you run a dehumidifier oh, and you got it. everything your space is clear your energy is yeah. clear your world is better Apply that. You talk about starting with yourself. It starts with yourself. Then it starts with your immediate community, this community. Yep. And then this community starts to affect the neighboring communities. And those neighboring communities are like, man, that was inspirational. Let's take this to the next town. We work out in concentric circles. Love is a ripple, and all you got to do is toss the pebble. Yep. George Carlin also had a great quote. He said, the it. planet is fine. The people are. Yes. yes. Yeah. I yeah. think it's like, you know, totally. you'll be like, if there's too much plastic, we'll just be totally. the earth plus plastic. <laughs> I and, know. That, and you can pass what other, what other, any legislation you want here in the United States, but until you get the rest of the world on board, like China and India and, and like and that. And you can't do that without war, without yeah. spilling blood. I don't know. I don't so know. We have to kill with, each other to the, save the ocean. With the advent of the internet, I think that we can really start spreading ideas. I think constructs are breaking i think if we can get some of these world leaders on board <clears throat> with uh, taking psychedelics and figuring out <laughs> kim jong un yes like let's let's figure it out let's acid. get the, let's turn the masses on get people. them away from the new case. i'm tripping bars Guys, we're way well, up <laughs> hey, craig, uh, actually craig we, we we'll go to a break here in a second but i want to add, i want to stay in the rabbit hole just a little longer to ask you guys a quick question okay uh, cuz i'm very no. i'm very interested to see uh, or hear your answer. So, staying on natural news here, the Earth serves as the galactic equivalent of a zoo, suggested European re researchers of a recent conference on alien life. They believe that aliens have been keeping our planet under observation and quarantine to avoid causing panic among the human population who are not ready to make first contact with extraterrestrial beings. We've talked about aliens a few times on this show. Uh, and I got to thinking, the reason I picked this little article here is I want to ask you, because I'm pretty on board with the alien ant farm thing, you know, okay. just because it's my favorite theory. Okay. Uh, it's the most exciting. Expound on it a little bit. Uh, well, I just, you threw me off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just, but, <laughs> he doesn't know what it is, and he said he really likes Go ahead. it. That's I'm what's sorry. happening no, right no. now. Um, well, my great. question for you, Craig and Steve, is do you think the idea of a deity and this alien ant farm uh, theory are mutually exclusive. No, I think they totally coexist. Really? Alien yeah, ant farm is uh And are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Yes. Yes. That's the band. Um, I, I, I do feel I, I do feel as though they coexist. Um, at least in my journeys. <laughs> you know, I feel like there are different dimensional levels of intelligence, of uh, spiritual resonance, of you know, just consciousness in general. Um, what what a deity is, what God looks like, you know, I, I, I haven't asked who is God in a long time. I'm constantly asking what is God, you know. Um, and so I, I, I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility that we have uh, – uh, we, we exist in an alien ant farm scenario, but there isn't an even higher power that has brought those aliens into existence. That's, that's where I'm living. Um, I, I don't know if anything's real. Uh, we're chemicals. We're just chemicals, and the chemicals are the only things telling our brain that anything is real. Um, I'm kind of on board with the thought that everything is God, all things are God, uh, every little portion of everything you're experiencing and not experiencing, um, that's all God. <clears throat> Do I think we're... I often ponder, why are we different? We're so different than the animals. All the animals you can kind of put on to this plane. Because they didn't of, have alien DNA mixed in 
like well, that's the, the uh, early upright walking hominids did. Is that like, what it know, is? Homo uh, habilis and Homo rudolfensis. Is it alien or is it just something we couldn't put our finger on? You know, like I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think, think it's kind of that's kind of that's one the same. missing link, isn't it? And yeah. now what the missing link is what what we were when we I, were cavemen. I, to I what think we it's are really now. easy to project what we see in science fiction as what alien existence is, and sure. that we're expecting green people or some kind oh, of not some me. kind of hominids or I something like that. I think it's like a, a, a being. You know, when they say being, that's exactly what I, I mean. I think being has taken the shape of a light old guy in white with a big head, a shiny object. Yeah. No, I'm talking about a state of being yeah. that we on this plane are experiencing, you know, touch and sight and sound. And we get a little bit of the feel and we get a little bit of the other real, you know, in our world. But when you can be fully immersed in a feeling like when you are having a journey or there's a different like a deja vu or the butterflies of being in love. There's these powerful chemicals mm-hmm. just coursing through your body. And, and I mean, I don't know. It's fun to think about. I don't know if we'll ever figure it out, but I like the mushroom. Let's keep there, it. Let's let's keep entertaining it. There's some crazy facts that go along with alien abductions, too. I was just watching alien, uh, 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 ancient aliens the other day. And, you know, like 60 percent or more of alien abductions have been people with green eyes. Uh, there's certain blood types that have alien abduction stories and it's interesting crazy. guys we're way up against it that let's was a fun this. rabbit hole yep let's jump to break real quick this second hour brought to you by lifetime roofing roof roof guys they're going to do exterior work on your house and they're going to do the best job in the area roofing siding the best company around check out lifetimestl.com they will help you out a portion of every dollar that you spend with them goes back to the community it's just important to them they're great and so many sophisticated hoosiers have ended up working under the lifetime roofing umbrella they are an unbelievable outfit i hope you give them a shot at your business this is hoosier sophisticate on wgnu 920 am on the other side of the break we're going to talk about some albums that we listen to give us some streaming picks wrap this thing up got one more event to plug and we love you guys thanks for joining us stick around to the other side of the break hey hoosiers craig kohler here with home buying season heating up be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in north america they offer coverage that's second to none in fact if your ac goes out they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local hvac company give them a call 314-961-4800 if you get a machine and you don't talk to a person we'll give you one of these fine hoosier sophisticated tees just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Lifetime. Yeah. It lasts a lifetime. Come on. It lasts a lifetime. Yeah. And just go Google it. Thank you. 
in Soulard, a place we can all agree upon. James Carlton Insurance 314-961-4800 Handsome, amazing, astonishing, astounding, fabulous, incredible, fantastical, phenomenal, prodigious, stupendous, unbelievable, wondrous, Divine, fantastical. No, seriously, he's fantastical. You got a house. Go on and get it in church. You got a car. You gotta get it in church. You got a life. Go on and get it in church. James Carlton. Carlton. This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. It seemed like this whole weekend was fun for you, but was there any pressure at all, or were you able to just truly enjoy all of this? Um, no, I, I didn't put any pressure. I, I, I think for me, you know me, you covered me for a long time, you know, and the other side. I told myself I, I'm going to enjoy every moment. I'm going to do everything, and then, you know, I'm going to prepare myself the way that I, that I prepare myself for the game, and that's what I did. You know, I enjoyed every moment. And I'm telling you, in the next couple of days here, you know, I'm probably going to really enjoy it more, you know, because it was so much and it happened so quick. St. Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll every Friday at noon right here on WGNU 920 AM. Sherman Gillums, Jr., Paralyzed Veterans of America. For more than 70 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America has helped hundreds of thousands of veterans get all the benefits they've earned. Al Kovac, Jr., Paralyzed Veterans of America. We provide one-on-one support tailored to your individual needs, including health care advocacy, benefit support, and career assistance. For more information, call 1-800-424-8200 or visit pva.org. A public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. When we installed Internet access on our computer, I got the whole family involved. It was a lot of work, but it was really worth it. That's right, Dad. Now the whole family can stream WGNU live by visiting WGNU920AM.com. We installed the Internet on our computer just a short time ago, and I haven't been able to get the kids off it ever since. That's right. Isn't the Internet neat? You can also listen to past shows and featured interviews on our homepage. No wonder you guys are always so busy on the computer. WGNU920AM.com. Point, click, and listen live. It's really cool. I believe that if we are honest with ourselves, that the most fascinating problem in the world is who am I? Because what you are in your inmost being escapes your examination in rather the same way that you can't look directly into your own eyes without using a mirror. And that's why there's always an element of profound mystery in the problem of who we are. Sophisticate WGNU with your hosts Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Most of us feel I, ego, myself, my source of consciousness, to be a center of awareness and of a source of action that resides in the middle of a bag of skin. 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 Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM, streaming live on Facebook Live, YouTube, Mycelial Media. Go to HoosierSophisticate.com, get your piney powwow ticks. Fall Fidelio is your password. This uh, last little segment is going to be brought to you by Truman's and Soulard. I want to go to Truman's. Take me to Truman's and Soulard. Take me to Truman's. Want to go to Truman's? Her cheese curds are the bomb. Mm. You guys, unbelievable service, terrific bar fare. Their food is out of this world. We'll probably do another live show there. Uh, a little we different will. on the sound. Uh, it was so much fun. We had a great turnout for our last event out there. I want to tell you about an event that's coming up. <clears throat> as soon as this wants to cooperate, our buddy Alex Green is throwing a little event called the Missouri Cannabis Art Fair. 
It's brought to you by the Missouri Cannabis Business Network. And it's their way of supporting local artists, especially their community of extremely talented glass blowers. Without their hours of dedication, Missouri patients would have very few means of consuming their medical cannabis. The art fair is taking place on September 29th from 10 to 4 p.m. at the Mad Art Gallery in St. Louis, Missouri, which is an awesome venue, by the way. The Mad Art Gallery is legit. We will be featuring a live glass art competition with glass artists from across the state. All competition pieces will be auctioned off in benefit of the charity organization, Our Friends, Aiden's Alliance. Oh, heck yeah. Nick Woodward and a few other members of Dab Stars will be in attendance. They'll have a variety of CBD retailers, cannabis educators, pro-cannabis doctors, and an assortment of artists in attendance, and we'll be featuring a live DJ 18 and counting. Tickets are 10 bucks online, and I will post the link, or they're 15 bucks at the door. Guys, go check it out. The uh, Missouri Cannabis Art Fair, it looks like it is going to be a really, really cool time. I'll share it in the page. Check it out. Really awesome stuff. A couple weeks ago, guys, we um, decided that we were going to share some some lovely little pieces of ourselves. the music that makes us tick, and we all have kind of different tastes all over the place. Um, and I want to say thank you guys because all three albums I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed front to back. I did it right away. The homework was was really great. And I know that uh, uh, maybe not everybody agrees, but I, I really did enjoy all three albums on some level. Um, starting with yours, uh, Seth, I thought Hum was great. I don't know how I got through the 90s and never heard that band. Great lyrics. It um, was cacophal. I I have great use uh, of a cacao. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of Neutral Milk Hotel, and Jeff Mangum's voice is also what I would consider kind of an ugly voice. But his lyrics are out of this world, and the music was really literally cool. super super spacey. I was literally really, out I was of this world. It. I was really into it. I was. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, buddy. Steve, going on to your arcade fire pick, I was getting frustrated with myself. Everybody that I know that loves the National alongside of me, the National and Arcade Fire have have featured next to one another. I think one's open for one and the other's open for the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so a lot of my friends that I share that taste with love Arcade Fire. And, buddy, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried. And listening to yours, I'm like, ah, I think if I was in the right mood, if we were kind of all kind of having a bit of a dance party, I think if I saw them live, I would be blown away. I was having a hard time, hard time getting with it. But since then, have gone to check out some other Arcade Fire jams, and I'm building my like my Arcade Fire essentials. So, did I pick Funeral? What, what you, you did. Yep. Funeral was your pick, uh, and it was good. I've, I've Neon Bibles. I've good. grown really uh, fond of the suburbs. Has, suburbs has been awesome. has been my jam. And then Scotty, uh, your pick with the Queens of the Stone Age, unbelievable album, buddy. I was beat bopping around the basement, getting some stuff done, rocking out. I've I've liked Queens of the Stone Age big fan i but i don't think that i've ever sat down and said okay front to back i'm gonna listen to this it was tremendous buddy it was really good thank you for that recommendation thank you guys all of you for for sharing that with me it was really a lot of fun any uh any favorite songs Uh, off the top of my head and i wish i i wish i would have uh taken that down but i think it was like the second track on your album that was the pod yes was really really a cool song um, and then Scotty, there were two or three on Scott's that I thought were just banging songs, banging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yours was great, buddy. I'm trying. I'm having a hard time deciding what the what the song was. It was three. I could tell you where they came in into yeah. the album. Three or four songs in. There's an Arcade Fire song that I was like, okay, I get it. I see it in there. I just gotta. The only reason I ever uh, loved the National was because I was heartbroken and I listened yeah. to an album. That was pure heartbreak, and I was like, "Oh, you've lived my life," you know, like because uh, I tried them before, and I'm like, "Don't get it, don't get it." Too you happy. Know? It took me to be in a different place mentally yeah. for me to sure, really. Sure, I love it. music yeah. like that, man. That's so, so cool. Thanks, guys. They were awesome. Picks. Seth, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, real quick, I did not get around to Craig's album. I completely spaced it. I'm going to listen to it. And real I'm quick, going, only had three weeks. Okay, I, I'm going to listen to it. I'll, I'll do a Facebook review or something like that. Uh, Arcade Fire, man. I, I when I started listening, it's like, oh, this is that band. I've heard them on the point uh, and stuff, and not my favorite kind of yeah, <laughs> little whiny sounding, but you know, um, a little it, it starts off okay. They got yeah, a very I think full the first sound. track. I, I think the first track. I was like, okay, I can dig this, but it just kind of went downhill from there okay. for me. I'm okay. just not, not, not. Not a fan, straight up, okay. but that's okay, because I can't wait to hear what you have to say about Hum. I've already heard a lot of it <laughs> okay. uh, off the air, but that's fine. Um, yeah, you've now vindicated his entire uh, opinion. Scott's pick, um, 
Queens of the Stone Age. I've said it before. Just a really cool sounding band. No a little, little grungy. A little They're psychedelic. Rock and roll, They're straight little up rock and roll. Psychedelic-y yep. to them. Uh, the song Little Sister is one of my favorites by their, uh, uh, what's track four called? Um, In My Head. No, that's track five. Oh. The one before that. Uh, Tangled in Plaid. Yes. Oh, Terrific that's a song. Great, that would be my pick. Really cool That would be song. my pick for Just sure. Just a cool groove yes. to it. So yep. I think Scott had the best. I haven't heard yours yet, but I think out of... Out of Arcade Fire and if Queens I had, of the Stone if Age, I had Runaway guess, Train. I think mine's going to be a little slow for you. Okay. It's going to be mean, a little like slow, slow stuff. Does Scotty's mic work? Yes. I okay. think. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we got all mic. Well, I think we have uh, yeah, all we mics do. working. Okay. Scotty, you want to get hit us with it? Yeah. Uh, our, I'm, I agree with Seth about the Arcade Fire. It wasn't really for me. I mean, I think there was Sorry, like guys. I think there was like one Sorry. song, like you said. I think it was like maybe the Neighborhood number yeah, three or I something. I like that. Yeah. That, that would have been the one. Yeah, I think, yeah. that's I the one say, I liked. They did the way the album's constructed. Out, it's like this part one. I, I do like stuff like that. I thought no that doubt, was pretty cool. No doubt. In the hum, I liked the the songs of farewell and departure because okay. it was finally over. <laughs> <laughs> you really didn't like it. I, I thought you at least. I, I, I liked it a little bit. It kind of sounded like the met or the music was. It sounded like early Deftones for me a little bit. Okay, what? that's exactly that's the first terrible. thing that came to my head. But then, I said. but then the lyrics was like some of them were it, well. Okay, Chino's got an amazing voice, yeah. so like if you got a baseline of the Deftones music and then you're expecting a Chino voice, yeah, this is the exact opposite. Very slow and low. I thought that was kind of a unique. I agree. I mean, I unique agree. about the band. You know, the lead singer's like this huge nerd, but they just right on. Really else, distorted guy? rock. And I, band. I probably got about four songs in on yours. I was listening to it and I was like falling asleep, and I fell asleep and never went back. No one it, likes it was, you. I know. I enjoyed it because it's like really slow and. It's fair I mean, kind of made me like fall asleep. All right, listen. Here's the deal. Craig's pick is one of the best albums you're going to listen to. Uh, if you like to just chill and kind of go on a little journey, and you can kind of dance at a few songs, but you can also listen and hear some. The the second song, or is it Sunrise Number One? Yes. Sunrise leading into the second song yeah. is some of the most beautiful music that has ever been put on put down grabbed from the ether like you were saying yeah it's one of the most beautiful beautiful holy songs i've ever heard in my life i love it and right on right on i think is on that cd right on right on is number three it's actually it's act- unbelievable yeah. songs for zula song for zula's two two th- those three yes. in a row that's a powerhouse trio leading off that's a murderer and it's row, a it's a the album is definitely a concept it is a guy for me i think i explained this on the show it's a it's a cowboy that's wandering the desert, heartbroken, trying to figure out his place in life. And they got a couple songs with that. Yep. Unbelievable, dude. Like that 20 I got to guitar. see him at the Ready Room last year. Miss and I did. And Foster Restman has been a, uh, a soundtrack to our life. We heard That it video you had with him just tapping life. his foot. It and awesome, it, was, it was so cool. I'm glad you enjoyed cool. it. Um, awesome CD. I had heard a few of the songs, but I never sat down and listened to it all the way through. And it's, it makes it Jen that and much I, better. Yeah. Jen and I both were... Bravo, bravo! Oh, afterwards, cool, man. Um, Scott, your CD was awesome. I also love the plaid, uh, whatever uh, tangled up in plaid. Great song, and oh, I my lo- favorite. in my head is also great. Mm-hmm. But there's a part on "Long Slow Goodbye" at the end where the music cuts out, and then they start playing this other portion of music, and it again is one of the most beautiful little mm-hmm. pieces of music I've ever put on. Like it's 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 angelic. It's it's awesome. Uh, hum. I could not wait until the pain was over. It was – the music kind of had me at first. I was like, okay. But then the guy's voice was just – whoever produced it is is so bad at their job. Like the producer <laughs> is the – it sounded like a guy in the basement doing I've it. Heard and I wanted to that like about it. this show. I hated it. But then you told me to check out the lyrics, and on some of the songs, the lyrics, lyrics. are pretty. Because I wanted to hate the lyrics, I was like, "Get out of here with the lyrics!" But some of the lyrics on there, pretty darn good. So I would never listen to it again, but I could respect it, and I could see where you would like it. I would listen to, yeah. I will listen to Queens of the Stone yeah. Age, and Phosphorescent is now in my in your rotation, in my rotation forever. Okay, well, I think we should forgo streaming picks this week. I had really a lot of fun. I dove right into your guys' music picks because I want to know what Yo, makes my God, friends yeah. tick. God, we got to yes. we got to pick. New so, ones, right? So yes. we're going to pick some new ones. Let's uh, let's start out with you, Seth. Oh well, I'm, I've been going back and forth on two. I'll One type of, them on the page. Um, okay, I'm going to go easy on Steve's ears this week. I'm going to give him something I think he'll like. If you like slightly stupid stick figure revolution bands like that, you're going to like these guys. You you're going to hear them and think, oh, this is like some West Coast band that's some ska punk kind of uh, reggae thing going on, and uh, really cool band. But they're actually from Illinois. 
Okay. We're talking a Rude Punch. The album is called Killing It. Rude Punch. Rude Punch. The album is Killing It. And the title track, the song Killing It. Oh, God, it just makes me want to crack open a 40 and skateboard. But okay. I can't do that, I can't do that anymore because if I fall, I'll get hurt. Awesome. I right, I'm in. I, man, I wish I could still skate. I okay. cannot take those falls I used to. Seth's pick. Oh, God, no. Rude oh, God, punch. no. But this album, killing it. this album makes me want to skate. Okay. Oh, I, okay. When did it come out, roughly? When did this? Ooh. If I, had dis- I discovered it in 2010. So maybe mid It was a few... A few okay. years before okay. that. Okay. And right actually, on. Kamikaze Kush, our, our yeah. buddies, uh, Eric MC, and uh, that yeah. used to be our theme song. Yeah. Uh, they opened for him, so. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Scotty? I'm going to go with, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but Hozier. Okay. Hozier. Oh, yes, You're sir. speaking Steve-O's language. Oh, that, uh, his uh, self-named album is, like, fantastic. You're the man. Untitled. You're the man. Scotty's pick it's is 2014. Hozier. Untitled. Hosier. Self-titled. Self-titled. That's what I meant. Yeah. Self-titled. Craig, you want to go? I'll go ahead. Uh, as you guys know, Tool put out a new album this week. Mm. I'm very excited. It's been 15 years in the making. Uh, and it breaks my heart that my best friend doesn't get it. It breaks my heart because these guys are building extra-dimensional landscapes for you to traverse <laughs> while you're listening to these amazing And that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. I know, buddy. So here's the deal. I will say, because I have this, this is a very unpopular opinion. Most of my Tool fan brethren would exile me on an island uh, if they found this out about me. But I actually prefer A Perfect Circle, which is Maynard's second project, which is also filled with amazing musicians. James Eha from the Smashing Pumpkins plays the bass. Billy Howardell is the guitarist. Josh Free is one of the best drummers in the world. Maynard does one thing. He does one thing right. He surrounds himself with some of the best musicians in the world. A Perfect Circle, though, focuses uh, more on... He was in Green Jelly. Uh, I guess. <laughs> so let's not forget. He didn't always surround but, himself by talent. <laughs> but he, uh, uh, A Perfect Circle focuses more on Maynard's range. And when you hear what Maynard can do with his voice, and it's not covered by all this dark music, I think, I think that A Perfect Circle is the perfect segue into Tool. Okay. I always liked Tool, but I didn't love Tool until I loved A Perfect Circle. So my pick this week is A Perfect Circle, 13th Step, front to back, one of my favorite albums the of all noose. time. The Noose, the is, noose is, listen, is a masterpiece. The Noose is my favorite song of all time. Hands down. What? People ask me what my favorite song is. Wow. It's The Noose. My favorite really? song of all time. Yes. That's Perfect Circle, 13th Step. You guys will love it. And there's a version of uh, The Nurse Who Loved Me. Yes. That's a great version of that song. A lot of people don't know and about buddy, when you, Failure. When you turn me on that Failure wrote that, I was blown away. I can't. That's going to be – that album's coming. That's going to be a pick sometime, Failure, but – I know Steve's going to hate that, too, because they sound sort of like Hum. But uh, <laughs> No, I think they're better than Hum. Yeah, Hum was yeah. borderline being Green Day-esque. I mean, they were, like, right there as far as, like, not just, just 90s rock. Key. I know, I know. Like, but, like, <laughs> I, I put them in the same area of, like, those people who were in their garage just trying to figure things out. And, you know, I liked bands like that. Um, but Hum was garbage. All right, oh, give us yours, bud. Uh, I'm going to do a one-song single track. It's called Dirty Bag Man. It's on the fan page <laughs> if you guys haven't. Wait, what? Is this for real? Yeah, I, I, we wrote a song a long time ago called Dirty Bag Man. It's I only great. have to listen to one song. It's great, but it's not Steve's pick. It's not my pick. Oh, dang. I, I'm going to go I, with, oh. there was a band, uh, there's a band called Bad Fish. They're a sublime, sublime cover band. Tribute oh. Band. Yeah. And yeah. they come every year, and we try to go yeah, as a Hoosier do. tribe. We and went last it, time I was paralyzed. It, his face was paralyzed. We left Blake behind. Um, they, they sent us a picture, like, is this your buddy? And his head is smoking from being, it was cold, so he's outside, and his head is just steaming. And we're like, yeah, we know that guy. We had to go. We left him on the east side. Um, so the band is He's overheating. But they used to open up as Scotty Don't. And in 2008, they came out with a CD called Songs from the Back Porch. And I couldn't find it on iTunes or Amazon Music. You might be able to find the songs that people have put together in, like, a YouTube playlist. But I have the CD. I'll burn it for you guys. They are a very, very Sublime-esque, a little lighter, cheerier Sublime, more uh, philosophical lyrics, uh, 
but they are a good time. Some a couple slower jams that'll pull you in with melodies, but also that upbeat, uh, chunky ska-ish, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sublime yeah. reggae yeah. that'll hit you. Some lyrics that you think these guys don't really, you know, they're very surface level. Okay, they're a cover band, but some of the lyrics you go, "What? Oh man!" They, they get it. No they, they they're simply putting it. The best way of how to live life in a simple way, and it's beautiful. So Scotty Don't, Songs from the Back Porch, 2008. Hey, that's on Spotify. Is it on Spotify? Oh, nice. There you go. Cool. All right, guys. I'm excited to dive into it. I got to say, it looks like we are up against it. Play, Warning. System hacks. I was like, play Warning. the Steve Weed. <laughs> we forgot that. Down sequence. Mm-hmm. Ten seconds evacuation. Security breach detected. New intelligence is under attack. Extracting. Just get the Surgeon General on the show. Four, he should be three, our new exit. Two, one. Guys, thank you so much. For joining us once again, having fun, humoring us, uh, I see I see this group growing every day, uh, the business page growing every day. I see the love growing every day between all of you on the page, empowering one another to be better. We get to be our own hero, and it starts with little actions every single day. That thing that you're putting off until next week or until Monday, but first thing, you can do it right now. Drop everything you're yep. doing and just take one step towards being a better you. I know I'm trying to do it. I know that I, I, I love to see all of my friends experiencing it and to see all of you sharing your love on the page, being able to laugh at one another and being willing to show your show your true self to all of us. We're, we're never going to be this whole thing happen. We're never going to be mad at you for not doing the right or good thing or being the best person you can be taking that first step. But by God, we're going to push you to try to be the best people that we can all be together. Okay. So don't get mad at us, okay? We're just trying to make you better. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Take, a Take little, it easy. Accept grace, okay? God, Try and accept grace. Dang. Guys, to, to acknowledge our sponsors one last time, James Carlton State Farm, carltoninsurance.net. Okay, best insurance agent in the game. Give them a call, 314-961-4800, lifetimestl.com, lifetime roofing. Roof, roof. Guys, exterior work. They're the best. 314-800-0426. LifetimeSTL.com. True man's in Soulard. Okay? It's a good time. My buddy Bobby Bidelhawk, he drives his car down there. He likes to have a couple of ice cold beers at True Man's in Soulard. It's a trim bonanza. Go check out Truman's in Soulard. Plenty it's of, a good time. Plenty of parking for your 71 Nova out there, plenty big boy. Parking, plenty of parking for it. I drove the Rivy last week. It's an SS. Guys, go check out Truman's in Soulard. Piney Powwow, check it out. Hoogersofisticate.com. We love you like toast, baby. We'll catch you on the other side. We'll see you next week. I love you. Be well, St. Louis. Come on.